The Comedy Zone Podcast is a member of the Queen City Podcast Network. Listen to your city at queencitypodcastnetwork.com. Hello to all the Comedy Zone podcast listeners. Uh, Before we get to this episode, we want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. This decision stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. This decision could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to podvoices.help. Uh, we encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word. From Charlotte, North Carolina, this is the Comedy Zone Podcast. Find us on Twitter at the CZ Podcast. Email us at ComedyZonePodcast at gmail.com. Now, your host, Jason Allen King. Welcome, everybody, to the, uh, what is this called? The Comedy Zone podcast. I haven't done it in so long that I feel like I, I have to, uh, you know, check my notes. Yes, it's the Comedy Zone podcast for the week of August 4th, I think. And uh, I'm so excited to be here. I'm your host, Jason Allen King. Uh, we have so much going on right now. We're having, we're literally all over the world. Did I check my levels and then blast through it again, Brian? I saw you grab your No, name. you're fine. You're I'm doing fine. great. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay well, that's Keep what I do is, is get the levels right and then start screaming into the microphone. That's <laughs> uh, <Me> you. <too. laughs> um, I'm running fast and loose today. A lot going on. So uh, I'm excited to be here. And as always, the just the brains, the the the, the brain to my pinky, the man behind the curtain, uh, the, uh, making faces. I'm trying new stuff, Brian. New material, ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Brian Baltashevitz. Yay! Hello, Jason. Great to see you, man. How's it going? It, uh, it's good to see you too. We haven't seen you in a couple of weeks, but yeah. uh, it's good to it's good to both see you and to be seen. I hope everything's okay. Yeah, it's good. No small, no uh, uh, monkeypox. No monkeypox. No monkeypox. That's so far, so good. Hashtag mm-hmm. no monkeypox. <laughs> yeah, we're doing great. We're doing really, really good with the the you know. COVID's on an upswing. Now we've got this monkeypox. They're do- we learned nothing. We learned that wonderful news that uh, they found something else in the water somewhere. Uh, polio in New York. Oh, right. Yeah. So, <laughs> excellent work. Excellent work, humans. You're <laughs> doing great. Yeah, yeah. I'll quote uh, Kevin Chimko. Polio's on the rise. <laughs> the old '50s uh, voice guy. Polio's on the rise. <laughs> Uh, yeah, listen, they, life can't can get any worse, right? This is, what else could possibly go wrong? I'll just leave that hanging there while we introduce our, <laughs> our special guest uh, for today because we have such big things going on. We had to have one of the the, the, the brainchild uh, of this event that we have going on in Charlotte, the brainchild of this very brilliant man. He does everything. He's an actor. He's an improviser. He's just all around Charlotte, a uh, funny man. And he's been uh, critical and really this whole thing kind of came out of his brain and he got some smart people together. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, Kale Evans is here with the Queen City Comedy. Yay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So glad to be here. So glad that I could bring you two back together. Let's just put all the whatever was going on before behind you. <laughs> I'm here to heal. Huge animosity. 
Uh, yeah. One just, cookout together and then eight. Brian, like white, white Brian doesn't like me calling that. <laughs> <laughs> well, Kelly, you, I mean, you had to, I mean, are you coming up for air right now? I mean, you're coming in from out of town, first of all. I'm sure you're doing other things, but I mean, we're, we, it's, it's off and running. Queen City Comedy Experience. This is the first of three weeks, right? I just came from Montreal, Canada, just for laughs, Comedy Fest. Wow. So heads spinning with all that they're doing and all that could be and then boom sliding right into the queen city comedy experience which happens all throughout august this month. crazy wow. that's amazing so were you up there like scouting talent or just going as a fan of comedy what were you doing up there uh yeah just as uh, an industry person trying to get some ideas and make some connections with uh folks just try to Grow the Charlotte scene and make our festival cooler. Wow. Oh, I'm not it's, the, it's the granddaddy. It's the big one. Yeah, it sure it's is the big one. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's kind of where you want to get to. So I can say on behalf of the uh, comedians of uh, all walks of life here in Charlotte, we appreciate you doing that. I had no idea that that was something you were doing. Very good. Um, so, so you're back. We kicked off on Sunday, um, I, I understand, uh, with one of my favorite comedians in Charlotte recording her, her album, Tara Brown. That was yeah. Sunday. She started with that. And then what? anything that you can think of where, that's coming up this week that we should uh, be excited about? I want people to go. Yeah, well, I'll, let me talk about Terrell. She's so awesome. We uh, were lucky enough to be able to book in the festival. We kick off with Tara Brown recording her album. And then we're closing it out with uh, Christian Johnson doing his headlining gig at the Comedy Zone. So the two, in my mind, two of my favorite ones. Um, and uh, kind of booking the festival. And in between there, we got everything you can want. Everything, you name it, we got it. Name something, just name anything. It's name anything? Well, tell me about improv. I mean, we don't, we don't, I know I've talked a lot about stand up on here. How's improv going to affect us here at the Queen City? Uh, oh, great. We got uh, so many great, uh, we're doing things a little bit different this year because the past two years we've had to cancel uh, the. You know, what, was something going on? Was something going yeah. on? Yeah, well, well, something, well, something in the water. Huh. <laughs> uh, so we did a little bit different, spread it out a little bit. Um, and so we, we invited some of the local greats. We got now the Foxes, which has voted past two years, best improv troupe in Charlotte. The past two years, by the way, when there's been no shows going. So I don't know how. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, listen, now we're the Foxes. Didn't perform better than anybody <laughs> over the last two years, and that is saying something. I think that's great. I don't know. There are some other pretty good groups that didn't perform almost <laughs> as good. I don't know, know, man. They really set the bar for not performing. An <laughs> uh, improv Charlotte and, and others. So, for example, just uh, um, we've got a show where Improv Charlotte will host uh, the Idiot Box on Green. You're, I'm sure, great. familiar with the Idiot Box. They have a great improv team. It's one of our family-friendly shows. So you have a local legend and a regional great. So you see something new as well as the showcase the best talent. Yeah, good forward. Uh, now are the Foxes, as an example, uh, hosting a group out of Alchemy Comedy in Greenville. Very nice. As well as one of the teams from Comedy Works in Ronald. So you see three great improv teams on that show. And so... You'll see that throughout. You'll see a um, great local team paired with uh, a regional 
or yeah, in many cases, a, another North Carolina team that we've invited in to be part of this team. Uh, so yeah, I think it's gonna be kind of cool to see some cool, cool improv. Yeah, that's great. That's great. And also, that catches to having a night as well. Comedy Arts Theater Charlotte also is having a, a, a show, I think, of some kind. Yeah, yeah. The other thing we're doing is uh, showcasing, because we're doing, instead of one weekend, we're all month long, we're showcasing some of the great venues that um, produce comedy on the regular here in Charlotte. And that certainly includes Catch. So this Saturday night, as a matter of fact, we have uh, their short form show. Uh, which will be part of the festival. And then we've got other uh, uh, remote shows that are, you know, um, the sh festival versions of shows that you can see regularly in, in Charlotte. So we've got some we've, um, at the Comedy Zone, some of Debbie Mowater shows that you can see. We've got some at um, Penthouse and Starlight that some of our local producers um, do on the regular, and you'll see a version festival version of those shows. Well, as someone who, who has been to the last few Queen City Comedy experiences, I, I actually think that, I know we're sort of driven this way because I know the, it's not the light factory, I'm forgetting the name of it, the building is going away, so we're not able to use that as a sort of a, a central sort of place. I, I, there's something really exciting about about the this ancillary sort of promotion of other venues in Charlotte for people to go visit. Uh, I, I really think that's going to benefit those those venues. It's going to benefit comedy in general. People, I think, in Charlotte, as as fans of comedy and just people who live there, are going to go, "Oh, I didn't even know about these other places." And now that yeah. now they can find it, now they're getting some advertisement, as, and and we're getting talent there as well. It's really cool. Yeah, that was the it kind of grew out of it. Before we did everything in one weekend, so it was the opposite. We were asking those places, like, "Hey, don't do anything that weekend. We're going right. to do a ton. Come do stuff on the festival." But since we're going through all month, we uh, again flip it and showcase the folks that are doing regular great comedy and you know all the promotional power that we're putting behind the festival. Uh, those will all benefit from that. Really smart. I think that's I think that's a really really fun sort of development uh, over the years. Yeah. So we definitely have some improv coming. Um, I, I always ask about you know podcasts with Brian being you know such a big part of the you know the Queen City. Uh, network here oh yeah, yeah there is some podcasts that are going on i understand yeah so it should be on your schedule i think <laughs> <laughs> well we um yeah actually one of our headliners is uh comedy bang bang which in my mind you know is the originator of comedy podcast right mm -hmm. gotta be one of the first if not the first yeah um certainly one of the largest running and so they'll be in town and then we'll be doing uh, some comedy, uh, some podcast recordings uh, as part of the festival as well, like in the lobby and in our uh, founders room. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a big part of it. When it, I watched the uh, the comedy store documentary, I mean, they had this huge section on, on Joe Rogan, like Joe Rogan or not, I could give a shit either way. But his podcast is actually that to me proved that it's very significant in the evolution of, of stand-up and, and you know, specific to stand-up anyway, on what it's doing for people. Some, some people will come through and, and you think this comic is amazing. Why isn't he selling this place out or he or she selling it out? And then they'll start a podcast. And then two years later, you can't find a ticket that weekend because they're selling everything out. They're, 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 these are significant things for for you know, for brand and for just getting the word out and these people are. So I, I'd love that you all have, have 
it uh, as a part of the uh, you know the experience here yeah i'm sure there's been lots of think pieces on it but it used to be there's like one path to become successful in comedy and now there's a bunch right so not just podcasts but also you know tiktok and youtube and there's a bunch of different ways that you can kind of become, you know, take control of your own uh, destiny. As a matter of fact, I, I talked to one of the comedians in the, uh, the festival, it was Mateo, and he said, I couldn't sell a ticket. This is before the um, the festival, Mateo Lane. Mateo, he is, he is one of my favorite new, I mean, I know he's not new because he's been around for a while, but he is, he is great. He is so funny. He said he was one of the, the new faces for the festival 10 years ago. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, he, um, he couldn't sell a ticket. He was getting like really frustrated and then uh, started kind of doing his own social media stuff and taking control of uh, his career in that way. And that's kind of what unlocked it. That's what caused him to blow up and feature there just fine. So what, that that's a, that brings a great point. I mean, I wonder if there, and I'm literally just sort of talking right now, and Brian, jump in on this too. Uh-huh. Is there anyone telling anybody how to do this? Is there any, because I don't think there is. I think people are watching someone who's done well at it, and then they go, oh, I'm, he's doing this kind of thing. I don't want to steal his idea, but I'll try to, you know, I mean, I'm doing it. I'm posting more videos, doing all these other things, you know? I don't know. I mean, are you seeing anybody? Who are the people who who are doing this. I'll use Ryan, um, Ryan Davis as an example. He's someone who's taken a social media presence and not only has he turned it into success, he's still doing it. His comedy is better than it's ever. He's amazing, his standup. So I'm just, I don't know, I'm just curious. Are you seeing people up at uh, uh, New Faces and that in, in Montreal who are just, are they all doing stuff online? Well, what's interesting, and uh, I went to a panel with New Faces and they, uh... They were asking a ton of questions. They asked about cancel culture, and you could just see in the face that they were like done answering that question. They asked about women in comedy, and you could see like in the face. But when they got to this point that you're asking about, they lit up, and they were had very different opinions. Uh, Moses Storm, who I went to one of his shows, and he, that guy is hilarious. Anyway, his opinion was: you have to, you have to, you can't just be on stage and doing stuff. You have to also have instagram that you're curating by hand you have uh, all this other stuff going on but uh blair sochi um um no i'm sorry about blair one of the others anyway one of the others uh comics said um uh, the complete opposite no you focus on getting good on the stage and if you get time for that other stuff and that feeds you creatively then do that too mm-hmm. um you, you don't have to also have those things and they were both they kind of reached the same place yeah. Rosebud Baker, that's who said that. Sorry, who, who, who said that? I'm I'm really curious. I'm going to be Rosebud Baker. Rosebud Baker. Yeah, I, I I don't know in what world, and I'm I'm sure. Listen, I've had this conversation with people long. I mean, a year into doing stand-up, because of course that's what we want to do. Every time I would hear someone say, "No, no, no you just be good enough that they can't ignore you," which I am 100 for that. The idea of not having a social media presence. <laughs> And not having any focus on that seems like terrible advice. I don't know. That just seems bizarre to me how you could. I think you can learn from my uh, experience. So I'm like, you know what? My comedy career is not stalling. It's not really taking off. It's just like right here. So uh, I created a social media account. You know, 
And so now my TikTok is, it's not really taken off. It's about here. And I said, you know what? I'm going to do a podcast. A podcast from hell is one of the things to do. Podcast yeah. network. And, uh, you know, it's not really taken off. It's, uh, it's right around here. So I think the <laughs> key is have like several things that don't really connect with anybody and just keep at it. <laughs> keep doing all of them until... So I think it's really, really smart stuff because that's what I'm doing. I just want as many, many irons in the fire as possible, and then none of them blow up. That's kind of that's what's happening with me right now. I'm not really getting success anywhere, so I'm just going to keep doing that. Why would I stop? I'm not giving anybody. <laughs> what uh, Mateo Lane was on. Uh, you made it weird with Pete Holmes a week or two ago, and he talked so about too, what's that. Saw live taping and you made it weird. Uh, now you're just bragging. Yeah. <laughs> um, so he he said that uh, he he had an hour that was recorded at uh, the Comedy Cellar in New York. He had an hour right. and was shopping it around and couldn't get anyone to buy it. Could couldn't get anyone to see it or whatever. And somebody whose name escapes me now, but gave him the advice of of you know chop that up into little one minute segments. And just keep putting those on your on your Instagram stories. He's like, focus on Instagram stories. And he's he's been doing some uh, uh, TikTok too. But so he's put his hour long special that he shot. He chopped it up into into sixty second segments, put it on Instagram. Now he's selling out shows all over the country. His Instagram account is like tripled. It's just that a he's really really good and really really funny. But also he's just been super consistent and 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 thoughtful about that process yeah it, it, it certainly yeah. seems to be to to feed into the the uh to use pun on pun upon um leave them wanting more right leave them hungry for more it, it, you know you give them one minute be like oh man that's really have you seen this clip you know that's what yeah. you want that word of mouth and word of mouth is social media now that's so and one minute is is a manageable chunk i would i went to the la comedy shorts festival 10, 10 years ago, maybe. I don't remember when, eight, 10 years ago. And on one of the panels there, they said, if you're doing any clip, anything at all that's longer than four minutes, you're a dinosaur. Yeah. Yeah. That's what they told me. And that was, that was legitimately, I think it was like eight years ago. Uh, <laughs> it's down to 24 seconds. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I was part of a 10 second film festival at one point. That's incredibly difficult, by the way. Um, but I, here's, here's the other reason. That was porn then. Yeah, it takes longer than that. But what'd you do with the extra eight seconds? <laughs> Here's one of the other reasons why I kind of asked this, and I want to lean into this for people is that Catherine uh, Blanford is a, an Atlantic comic, and I use a Dusty Slay as an example too. Catherine just got booked on the Jimmy Fallon. Uh, so we're very, very excited for her. Not only is she just a spectacular comedian. I mean, she is so funny. She did a, a Jonathan Williams and I, we have a room in Monroe and she went down there and just blew the doors off the place. And um, just, I, I see her hustling and doing all this stuff. She had a couple of uh, videos and I don't even know which ones they are. I think they're clips from, from, uh, from her uh, uh, Don't Tell uh, comedy kind of special. It was like a small uh, thing. Uh, um, they come to different cities at different times. Anyway, that kind of blew up. And I, I mean, within a month of this, it seems like this anyway, I probably might be getting the, the time frame wrong, that she's now on Fallon. It, and, and Dusty Slay, we know he's been touring and doing kind of stuff. I don't even know if he was headlining at the time when he got his first show at uh, 
Um, it wasn't uh, Fallon. He eventually did Fallon, but I think he did. Uh, he did. Uh, he did. Colbert, uh, Craig Ferguson. Was, was it Colbert or Craig Ferguson? I, I don't know, but what his first one? I th- my, my understanding, as the lore goes, is he got that from the from the uh, Laughing Skull Festival. And again, my whole point about bringing all this up is that is gaining notoriety, getting your success, being seen by the big people that book you on these kind of things isn't necessarily happening in New York and L.A. now. It's happening on social media. Mm -hmm. No one knows Catherine Blanford in New York City. I don't mean that she's not known. I just mean she's not hasn't been getting those looks anyway, at least at this point. And she's a brilliant comic. Suddenly she gets some of her videos are getting shared and posted all over the place. And now she's, she's doing Fallon. And, and it feels like overnight to me, obviously, but for her, she's been doing it for a while, but she's in Atlanta. She's not in one of those big places. And I think it would be really hard to give advice not to be on social media. Uh, but I'm, I'm just, I'm fascinated by the whole conversation though, because obviously there's some people who don't need it. I think there's still that feelings from club bookers, right? Does it, uh, does it translate? Does social media translate to anything other than social media? And some have proven that absolutely it does. And in the case of you're just chopping up your stage video, it does show that you can do both. Yeah. Um, but I, I think there is a belief like, well, it, they're great on TikTok and blow up, but that doesn't translate to them being good on stage or them putting butts in the seats. Them putting butts in the seats. That's, it's, a, it's a fair question. And if I know one thing about club owners is that is what they're worried about. Uh, <laughs> it's not even a, that's not even a dig, but that's definitely that they're running a business. They got to put asses in the seats. So if it doesn't translate, you're not getting that, you're not getting that gig from them. Um, so, uh, so you mentioned a bunch of different venues in town. I know Starlight was one. I know the Comedy Zone is having some there. What are, what are some other unique shows? I know Funny on the Fly, uh, I'm, I'm actually going to be part of that one um, from Debbie Millwater. Any other kind of unique shows that are coming up that you could think of? I'm, I know I'm putting you on the spot, but Funny on the Fly is one of my favorite things to do. So, Yeah, I, um, I love Funny on the Fly. Glad we're going to be able to do it as part of the festival. Um, we also got... Um, uh, some our, our own kind of new version of New Faces. Shane Lane is producing the show. It'll be at the Comedy Zone with people that uh, it's called I Started Comedy During the Pandemic. Right? Yeah. It's all people that have less than two years experience. <laughs> I, love I think that's an, a, a brilliant idea. I, I started comedy during the pandemic. It was hysterical. It's awesome. Yeah. Um, and Shane also made sure that we've got good quality folks. And I think there's be some surprises because Shane's got a lot uh, cooked up behind that. Um, we've got uh, a completely dirty, unfiltered show that Don Garrett uh, is putting on. We've got our sketch, uh, two sketch groups uh, coming together. We've got, um, uh, I don't know if anybody knows, uh, do you know AJ out of Greensboro? I'm Just sure. a brilliant comedy mind. Performs under a couple different names, but uh, he'll be here as Thunderstood, which is a one person <laughs> sketch show. And it is just brilliant. You, you gotta, I'm definitely encourage folks to see that. And um, it'll be at the um, the Booth Playhouse. So we got uh, great. Uh, he'll be with Screw Up TV. So Screw Up TV is kind of our local, and then AJ understood will be the, um, the the guest. And at the Booth Playhouse, which is a fantastic oh. to see some sketch comedy. Yeah, y'all, cool. if you haven't seen a show at the Booth Playhouse, it's spectacular. <laughs> I love that theater. 
As one of our uh, criticisms last year, we didn't really do enough for the sketch because we most a lot of our spaces was just a stage and microphones. We didn't have a backstage. Right. We couldn't do a lot that sketch needs that's different than others. And so this year we're putting sketch on the. I love that. Yeah. Excellent. One, uh, there was another one that you and I, uh, we, I actually didn't get back to you, but we, we sort of had talked about it before. You have one called Fix, what's it called? Fix My Joke? Let Me Fix Your Joke. Yeah. Let me fix Your Joke. <laughs> to the tune of that song, uh, Let Me Clear My Throat. <laughs> um, it's, uh, that's what it is, Let Me Fix Your Joke. So this is a combination of a couple different shows that other cities do that we haven't really done. It does have some elements, I think, are funny on the fly. Um, but we've got, <laughs> uh, it's a, it's a little bit earlier in the day. It's at the comedy zone. I think it'll be really interesting for local comics. I hope an audience will want to see it too, but, um, the Sklar brothers at the festival, they have a show called tag it. And somebody comes out and they do their set and, uh, and then they offer some suggestions or some jokes that could tag on to, uh, the set that the comedians just did. And they're doing it all in real time. And so uh, we'll have a segment of this that's similar to that, where we have a panel of great um, comics tagging and offering up some suggestions to uh, <laughs> with these folks. I have um, anyone who's even remotely a, a fan of stand-up comedy. That is, that's a, an hysterical idea. <laughs> I hope people show up for that. Yeah, amazing. it's what you see a lot of the comics doing for each other after a show. You know, of course. Yeah. Pod, and they're like, hey, you know, when you said this, how about I add that? And so we have that. And then there's another element for a show that's um, the, the show that another city does is called Improvised Stand-Up. But it's, it's funny on the fly, but what we have is stand-ups do a set and then they've got till the end of the show to rewrite that set. And then they deliver each other's set. Oh, wow. At the end of the show. So it's funny on the fly-ish uh, in that they have to come up with jokes on the spot. But so if you have a joke about, you know, the way your grandma drives, then they've got to come back with some jokes about grandmas and driving. That makes wow. sense. So they're competing with the, the, the previous set that they did? Uh, not necessarily competing, but they're just offering like a different version. It's maybe the multiverse of comedy, a different version of the set. <laughs> the Doctor Strange multiverse. <laughs> That's right. That's a, I'd see that movie too. Yeah. Um, we may have some heckling and like some professional hecklers in there as well. It's going to be, I think it's going to be a fun show. It's something very different if you like, like behind the scenes of comedy. Which, uh, you know, for those listening to the Comedy Zone podcast, I imagine just. Yeah. Seeds um, for jokes? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> old, old bark falling off tree. That's that's what I provide here at the Comedy Zone podcast. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, Weird Al Yankovic. I was going to ask what are some of the, the headliners? Weird Al coming here is, is, people should be talking about this everywhere. This guy is amazing. He, it, I can't, I'm knocked out that he's coming here. <laughs> yeah, so uh, we're excited to have him uh, be a part of it and kind of build everything around uh, him, to be honest. Um, but it's I'm also cool. excited, you know. Yeah, he has a new album out or something, doesn't he? Weird Al? Oh, ooh, a new album? I don't know. He's got, oh, he's got the movie coming out. Yeah, yeah well, that's, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, that has to be tied together, which I'm very Weird. Sorry. Yeah, I with uh, Daniel Radcliffe playing a buff Weird Al. I was hoping it would be out in time that we could screen it as part of the festival. Well, that would be amazing, yeah. 
Uh, yeah, yeah, it's gonna be cool. And we're offering our own after the Weird Al show, right next door to Boat Theater. We're gonna have Weird Charlotte, uh, which is some of our own local and regional acts that uh, you know, or maybe alt comedy. We'll call it alt comedy. Okay. Something that's a little bit different. You like weird stuff? Oh, that's uh, fantastic. All right, so that we got, uh, you know, we got the regular, we got normal Dennis. Uh, Speaking of Weird Al, he is our, (laughs) for you, if you don't know uh, normal Dennis in Charlotte, he is our very own sort of version of Weird Al Yankovic. He's the most alt of alt comics. He's musical comedy. It's not just bands. He does like, he, he does raps. He's got, you know, electronics and his show is just so bizarre and fun. You have to see him. Um, but it's cool that you have stuff that's going right kind of right next door. One of the, to me, one of the biggest values that comics have at going at festivals is networking with other comics, not just panels and, and club owners and stuff. It's actually meeting and getting to know other comics. And I have friends and, who are comedians that I met at the first festivals I did, but I still stay in touch with and if I go to their city or they come through here, like we're, we're helping each other and, you know, just staying in touch, you know, I think it's really important. So I'm glad yeah. you are doing well, that. To be honest with you, that's one of the things I'm, I was most worried about with uh, the way we're doing it now. Before it was all in one weekend, just everybody get in here, let's all go and we're spreading things out. And well, I want to make sure we keep the community. So with some exceptions, we try to have, you know, no shows competing with each other. So you can literally go to every show. Um, we're going to have the, the green room open uh, during all the key peak times. So to hang out and um, do some, we're going to like kind of drive people to that and have stuff going on. Where's, where's the green room again? It's going to be in Founders Hall in Uptown, which is right okay. next to the Elk Theater. Beautiful. Um, and we've also, uh, from the last weekend festival at the end of the month, we've got um a black comedy networking event so the um we've got stephanie ray who's part of the black improv alliance she's coming in to do workshops and stuff and she's also kind of organizing a chance for black comedians black improvisers anybody interested to get together and and more structuring some networking i love that that's that's fantastic and uh, where where can people go for the for all the schedule for all these things what's the best place I just give your number out to everybody. I'll be good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what? If you, um, if you do whisper a wish to a tree, it will come. Uh, Queen City Comedy, if you go to Blumenthal uh, backslash Queen City Comedy Experience, uh, all the shows are there. You go to queencitycomedy.com. We got direct links to that. And plus, I didn't even mention there's a whole virtual element as well. Oh, wow. Queen City Comedy during the pandemic has just exploded worldwide. Doesn't sound positive. But <laughs> like, like, the, like COVID. Yeah, Queen yeah, City exactly. Comedy like exactly. COVID is what you're trying yeah, to message. You are the monkey pots. <laughs> uh, Queen City Comedy spreading to new places. <laughs> They do all right. We uh we started doing virtual comedy just as a way to stay connected to each other while things were shut down. And what we noticed is oh, there's people from all over that are coming and joining our events. And so we started uh doing improv, uh some sketch and some uh stand up, but mainly improv. 
And now we have six global team. Like we had a show yesterday, Sunday, Sunday, that was, uh, it had members from South Africa, India, Israel, Canada, London, Malta, and the US, like all on one team. They're together every week, they practice and they do shows once a month. So really? Yeah. And that's like six of those teams. Plus we do uh, every Sunday night, we do a- um, I feel like you made up half of the names there, but so they're on the same team. They just do it virtually. Yeah, they'll, they'll never meet. Actually, what's kind of interesting is now they're starting to meet each other. So we're starting to see pictures of like, hey, this person has legs. Um, <laughs> but it's all, and uh, like some of the most talented people I've worked with, um, it's just been, it, it was, again, it was an outlet for them. And we had some people drop off and things started to open up. Sure. But it's continued. And so we've tied it into the festival. We've got great workshops, people that you couldn't normally take workshops with. Um, we got a sketch writer's room on Sunday nights that's being led by Graham Odom of uh, Robot Johnson. Yeah, I know Graham. That's awesome. Uh, so, yeah, a ton of virtual stuff. It's crazy. That, that's beautiful. So if you can't make it here to Charlotte to catch some of these things over the next couple of weeks, Doing it uh, virtually is is the it sounds like plenty of options there. That's great. Thanks. I mean, I'm not, I probably shouldn't even ask. I mean, you you are since you're kind of running this thing. Anything you're especially excited to see? Anything that um, you in particular like? Woof. You and Carla. <laughs> uh, yeah, I well, I hope that I'm going to have time. It's I've done this every year. I always kind of spread myself too thin. Um, where I think that I'm gonna have time to enjoy uh, shows as well as one back and forth and coordinate. Fool's but, errand, the fool's errand. <laughs> I am looking forward to um, where we have Second City coming in. Second City is well known for sketch and improv. And afterwards we're doing a jam. So we'll have you know all local improvisers invited to come in and do a jam along with uh, Second City. Got a group called Comedy Dance Chicago, which is uh, they do comedy dance, which we we kind of tried to do at our first festival a couple years back. But this is a group that does it regularly, so I'm interested to see um, uh, see what they do. I want to see Bill Bellamy; he's one of my faves. So absolutely, it's gonna be cool. Yeah, there's uh, there's so much over three weeks. There's such an incredible amount of uh, of comedy that it, there's something for everybody. I know that's a cliche thing to say, but I think that's 100% true. Uh, like I said, Bill Bellamy to, to Weird Al. Second City coming through, everyone should be excited about that. And the idea that there's gonna be a jam after is awesome. Um, and obviously plenty of uh, stand-up comedy throughout. Uh, cheers to you, Tara, for getting your, your album recorded and thrilled about that. And Christian Johnson closing it out is, is spectacular. Uh, I, I love that because there is a scene here and uh and thanks to you people you're getting the word out that that we we do comedy here uh in charlotte you know we do it all sketch improv stand up you name it so it's it's really exciting i'm excited about that brian anything in particular you're looking for out there what are you going to go see comedy bang bang i am greatly looking forward to comedy bang bang um i need to talk to you jason about our plans for that night um i think um weird al is going to be very very cool as yeah. well uh weird al also cool because emo phillips is opening for weird al oh uh, what which i think is a is a little hidden gem 
that is a weird Al show. Uh, so that should be really cool. A lot of the uh, the local stuff. I will be at uh, I'm funny on the fly uh, shooting a sizzle reel for that show or uh, Debbie. So uh, the last one we did was like uh, seven years ago when we Ooh. when we put uh, funny on the fly on its feet the first time around. So we're going to create a new video for that show. Okay. And um, yeah, to just, you know, all kinds of other shows around town that I'm looking forward to. Lots of lots of local comedy out there. That's the biggest yeah. uh, thing about this festival is getting your your arms yeah. around the locals. It means it means so much. Um, I know I, I don't I don't know how sort of the, the average person uh, feels about these things, but you know I see some people who who come consistently to see shows that I've been on because they you know they just like what I do. And I if if you're listening, I don't think you have any idea how valuable that is and how much that means to to local comedy and to getting more people to show. So thank you for all those people who who have your favorites and keep showing up. And you might find some more at the the Queen City Comedy Experience. So uh, I'm I'm excited about it. Maybe we'll maybe we'll do a follow up afterwards. You'll be a probably be a nub at that point, Kale. Uh, <laughs> you're not gonna be not gonna be left. I might be a nub right now. You don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you just come from Montreal. So does this mean? Are you? Uh, t- what shows are you on specifically? Did you get on anything? Did you mention? Did I miss it? Me that I'm performing in? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll be performing with Now of the Foxes. I'll be performing with Improv Charlotte. I'll be uh, hosting a couple shows. Um, yeah. Excellent. All right. Well, we, we everybody go see Kale. Go check out uh, Queen City Comedy and and some of his friends from around the world. And uh, yeah, that's fantastic. I'm excited about it. Uh, I will be back in uh, uh, 48 hours, I think, and uh, I'm excited about it. So. Uh, if you guys want to, uh, this weekend at the Comedy Zone, uh, David A. Arnold, August 4th through 6th as well. So there's just so much comedy uh, going on in Charlotte right now. If you're not laughing, that's, that's your own fault. That's your own problem. Uh, Brian, we'll talk more about when uh, people can hear the, the, the Comedy Zone podcast as a part of uh, this whole thing once uh, our feet touch the ground again. Uh, am I missing anything, Brian? Um, uh, Kale, you were just at uh, the Just for Laughs Festival, literally just off the plane as we record this. Uh, your feet are back on the ground here in Charlotte. You can take the lanyard off. Just, just throwing yeah. that out there. Yeah, um, probably gonna, Yeah, that's. The, you mean this lanyard that says <laughs> industry? Oh, wow. I'm never taking this off, Brian. I'm never <laughs> taking it off. <laughs> wow, okay. I'm officially industry. You know what? I can I can say it. I can say it out loud to people now. You're a big deal, Kel. You're yeah. It's official. Um, industry big. I will say uh podcast from hell right here on the on the Comedy Zone network. One of my favorite uh improvised comedy podcasts. I love that show. You and and uh what's his name? Jacob do a really with yeah. One of my favorites. I think you're going to see an uptick in listeners from Quebec because I got <laughs> stickers all over that. <laughs> Smart. Who needs social media when you got stickers? <laughs> I, I totally get it. That's that kind of insight being an industry uh, industry <laughs> professional gets you. <laughs> Man, I'm no dinosaur. I'm putting stickers. Yeah, it's pointing to his head. Not just a hat rack, buddy. That's right. <laughs> Uh, very good. Well, that's all I got, Brian. Anything else I should be I'm missing here? Nope, all good. Just uh, you know, look for something cool from us uh, in September. I'm excited about that. You guys both took part of it. Here's here's yes. a little a little hint yeah. about what's coming up. Uh, you guys are both involved. 
So that'll be uh, launching in September. We'll talk more about that as we get closer. September. Yeah. Very exciting. I think the first time you'll see me is August 10th. I'm at uh, Funny on the Fly All Stars, the one you were just talking about. Yep. So uh, yeah, that's what I got. Kale, thanks for making time. You literally did just get off the plane. So thanks for, for uh, running over here. And uh, I look forward to seeing you over the next uh, here a couple of weeks uh, in Charlotte for, for the big uh, Queen City comedy experience. And uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, any last thoughts, Kale, before we get out of here? Uh, comedian kickball this Sunday. Come on out. Really? Where? <laughs> what? Uh, it's at uh, the park. I'll, I'll post in the uh, comedian group. But yeah, we're at the, the park. Is that what you? <laughs> it's, at a, it's at a park. It's at the park. You just oh, have man. to find it. You just start driving around the parks. Yeah, he doesn't want us there. That's why. All right, Park Road Park. Park Road Park is All right. Very good. Until I get a new hip, I don't think I've got kickball in me, but I'll, I'll announce it. Uh, all right, guys. Th that's awesome, Kale. Thanks very much, man. Thanks for making time. Uh, Brian, you are the best as always. It's great to see your smiling face. And uh, yeah, that's our podcast for this week. Uh, stay funny and stay safe, and we'll see you all next week. The Comedy Zone Podcast is a production of Comedy Zone Worldwide and is recorded in a bunker just off the Comedy Zone showroom at the Abbott Exchange Music Factory in Charlotte, North Carolina. The executive producers of the Comedy Zone Podcast are Brian Heffern and Brian Bumpashevitz. Talent Wrangler is Mike Hall. Original music composed and performed by John McKeever. QueenCityPodcastNetwork.com.